Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to another remarkable episode of the Queen Status Podcast. And um, how are you doing? Hope you're doing great. And thank you so much for joining us. Okay, so we've had some lapses in the past few weeks. We've not been able to bring you any episode because we were working on bringing you a very juicy content, which I know you're going to like. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something that a lot of people have felt at some point in their lives. Maybe directly or indirectly, but it's something, it's a, it's a trait that no one can ne- really run away from. And yeah, we are going to be talking about how to deal with grief. Okay, now I'm going to be sharing my personal experience with grief back then in 2015 when I lost a close relative. And that was really my first time of having someone close to me, um, you know, dead. So it was a very devastating moment for me and I had no idea what I was supposed to do. Like it just dawned on me and it was so overwhelming. I sunk into grief, nothing made me mean. I didn't even know how to pick up myself. I didn't know how to get ahead from there. And then a lot of times too, I've had people around me, maybe friends, relatives, lost their loved ones. And most times I don't really know how to offer help. I don't know where to come in. Sometimes I just look at them and I'm lost because I can't just place myself in their shoes. I don't know what to do at that moment. I don't really know where to come in. Okay, so that's why I feel that this topic is really important because as an individual, although a lot of people don't like to talk about death-related topics, it's still important you realize that people die at some point you lose loved ones at some point you lose properties or maybe people around you would lose such things so it's important for you to know how to deal with these things if you're already passing through one or you have someone around you who is going through one you have to know what to do in such situations okay so that's why we're going to be talking about grief how to deal with it and also how to relate with those your loved ones who are grieving so today we have our very first guest that is podcast okay i've always promised to get a guest so here it is we have nezreen mahmoud um, the founder of Habolite. she is the pioneer in the world of grief she has an ample experience in the world of grief loss and change and is committed to helping people create more meaningful lives by developing healthier habits deepening relationship with self and others and gaining clarity in their life purpose. So today we have Nezrin Mahmoud with us in the Queen's Adult Podcast. So I'm excited to have you, Nezrin. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate your time today. And I really love the fact that you have a lot of experience when it comes to grief. Most times people who... Um, talk to people are about grief some of them talk from a sympathetic point of view some people talk from a apathetic point of view but i really think grief is such a complex and deep topic that needs to be addressed by someone who understands and have maybe felt it at some point so that the person can easily relate with people that was basically what got me very fascinated about you so thank you so much for joining us today it is my pleasure so let's yeah so let's get into it so we are going to be talking you're going to be having this conversation with me but before we get started just tell um tell us a bit about yourself and what spurred you into mental health coaching um so actually uh 
what you shared earlier, I felt, I experienced, um, and your words really spoke to me. Um, actually, I got chills as you were talking because I felt the same thing. My sister passed away suddenly, and I had no idea how to deal with it. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to how to live in a world where my sister didn't live, and it was just as you said, devastating. It, it you know, it broke my heart. It turned my world upside down, and I for for months was walking through a daze. You know what I mean? Like I, I couldn't focus. Yeah. I couldn't concentrate. I didn't know, you know, what was important anymore. I was questioning myself, what I do, how I live, my relationships. You know, so many things came into question and so much became clear. And um, what really became clear was the way that I live my life. I wanted to um, be able to support more people. I wanted to help more people. I felt like I was doing something in a different career that felt like it was fun and it was good, but it wasn't what I was meant to be doing on this planet and so I ended up changing uh, a lot of things I ended up moving I ended up um, starting a new career I got into specifically as a life coach and through that process through the, through the program I found out about grief coaching I went through um, and, and worked with a grief coach specifically myself found so much there was so much richness in those conversations and so much healing in those conversations and I had gone to some you know, I was doing all the other things that you're supposed to do when you lose a loved one. And none of it helped the way that my coach helped me. And it was a, a, a more proactive process. And it was a very heart based process. And it just it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience for me. It allowed me to accept what had happened and also learn how I want to now live as a result of what happened. And I got so inspired and I felt so much better that I, I ended up becoming a grief coach. So I did the, the training and went through the program and I have been um, gratefully and, and happily coaching for the past six years. Oh, that's remarkable. Like, oh, this is really wonderful. So you're a grief coach. I never knew such um, people existed until now. So I'm really glad that you're here because a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people know that you can have someone, a coach who is a professional when it comes to, you know, people who grieve, you know, a lot of people might not have an idea just like me. So thank you so much for bringing that to our notice. So um, now when it comes to coaching in that aspect, are there people who even when they grieve, they might not really want to talk to a coach. They don't want to talk to someone. Maybe they, they get recluse. Is it possible to have such people? Of course, of course, you know, whether, regardless of who they might talk to, so many people are afraid that they're going to open Pandora's box, right? When they start talking about grief, they're afraid that they're going to be overwhelmed and they're not going to oh. be able to contain themselves or be able to control themselves. So it's very common to feel uh, to feel nervous or um, scared. I certainly did when I first talked to my coach. The very first conversation, I put it off for months. <laughs> and then when it was time, I, I called her and I like, I need to reschedule i can't do that you know like so it, it it's really easy to try to avoid grief um unfortunately we can't right like we feel it every single day you feel it in your body you feel it in your bones but um we try to avoid talking about it because we're scared of being overwhelmed by it oh well i still go for talk about it no matter how difficult at least you were able to eventually talk about yours even though you kept 
postponing eventually you did okay so i i realized that grief comes in stages that when i was making some research about the topic i really wanted to get more idea about um grief and how it goes you know in 2015 when i lost my loved one the person i lo- i lost was um a bit distant relative not so close but then there are a lot of people who lost someone really close i had that attachment just like you so these stages of, of grief are they just theory or are they real real stages people pass through when they are grieving so grief is actually a like you said it, it's very complex right and it's a very unique process what i tell people is that you might go through these stages or you might have moments in these stages but they're not necessarily universal where every single person is going to feel every single stage and they're not going to be neatly packaged where you go from one to the other in a very smooth process right so these are these are guidelines they're actually not necessarily um intended for people who are grieving you know they were originally originally um created for people who were actually passing away people who were dying uh, but they are okay. they they are definitely related and a lot of people uh find that they're useful as as sort of a guideline like am i angry right now you know am i in denial right now and it it helps give them a bit of a framework because grief is such a chaotic period um so it's not necessarily like every single person is going to go through this but certainly it can be for some people a very helpful guideline oh that's very very remarkable so you're saying that grief grieving is unique to individuals individuals grieve grieving different ways so i can't say because a had the stages b is also going to be having exactly the same state and um, stages everybody have different reactions different ways they grieve so this brings me to the next question i would love you to elaborate on which is the physical symptoms of grief I had a friend sometime who lost her mom and during the period of grief I realized she had a a weight gain she she got fatter than she used to be and you know as is um usually obtainable in uh, in this part of the world where I come from when a lady who used to be slim starts getting fat you get people asking them why are you getting fat videos all that but then she made up a, a comment sometimes that it was as a result of grief I I never had an idea that grieving can make you gain weight. So I had to go online and I know I went surfing the internet and I realized that gaining weight is also a symptom it's a physical symptom of grief. But we had no idea. You know people need to be enlightened about this thing because sometimes you know pointing out the facts who knows how we made her feel maybe we made her feel a lot devastated then because what she was going through was as a result of grief but we were thinking it was just weight gain you know normal weight maybe she was overfeeding or something cuz she used to be a very slim person like she's very you know slim person so are there physical symptoms of grief i want to have a more substantial claim to the things i saw online about people getting physical symptoms where they gain weight or something Absolutely there physical symptoms. Grief is a very uh, I call it a holistic process, right? So it affects your mind, it affects your body, it affects your spirit, all of it, all of it, all of it. So most people when they're going through a loss, they're going to feel um disconnected, you know, physically they're going to feel that they can't focus, they can't concentrate on things, so that they're looking at something and they're like what's going on if they're a bit foggy it's a bit distant or they walk into a room and they can't remember why they came into the room you know
there's also mm -hmm. that weight, like most. people, myself included, feel like there's a heaviness in your chest. In Chinese medicine, uh, grief lives in the lungs. And so when you're grieving, a lot of times it feels hard to breathe. It feels hard to, to um, just to take a deep breath because that weight and that pressure in your lungs is very present. Um, and Okay. And a lot of people, they don't realize it, but they get sick when they're grieving, you know, whether it's something as simple as a common cold or they actually start to develop because of unresolved grief that comes up, um, they start to develop illnesses, you know, and so uh, it can be very okay. damaging if you don't address your grief and certainly things like, you know, eating too much, drinking too much, sleeping too much or the opposite, not eating enough. I know people who have lost weight because they can't eat. They're not hungry. They're never hungry, you know, or they can't sleep anymore. Uh, so all of your patterns, all of your habits start to um, change and shift. And it really depends on the person. Like I said, and you said, everybody goes through grief differently. No, no two people are going to have the same exact process. So your friend um, gained weight. I know people that have lost weight. It really depends on the person. But certainly there are a lot of different okay. things that can happen physically when you're going through loss. All right. Oh, thank you very much. So it, different people can gain weight. People can lose weight. People can fall sick. I see a lot of people who are grieving and they fall sick a whole lot. So now coming to the area of friend. You know, sometimes being around someone grieving, you, you might be forced to tiptoe around them or sometimes you don't really know the best way to relate with them. Most times people see their grieving friends or relatives and they don't just know where to come in. They just say sorry and then they stare. Okay, so what are the advice you can give to people around? What do you um, think is appropriate to do around people who are grieving? Or maybe when you call them on phone, some people don't know exactly what to say over the phone, you know. They can talk talk about every other thing, but you know, elude the topic itself because they don't know how to make the person grieving feel. So, how can we? Um, what's appropriate way to relate with someone who is grieving? I think the most important thing is to let the person know that you care and that you're there for them. So, I often tell tell my clients or tell uh, people who ask this question you can be honest say i don't know what to say to you right now i'm i'm scared to bring up the subject of your loss but i want i'm so with you my heart is with you i want you to know that i love you i want you to know that i'm here for you you know so you can be very honest with them and say cuz some people don't want to talk about it and some people absolutely are insulted if you don't bring it i would say the best thing is to just try to be there with people. You can be very honest with the person that you're speaking with. If they've gone through a loss, you don't know how they're going to respond. Some people don't want to talk about it. Some people are are actually insulted if you don't bring it up. And so you can be very honest and say, I don't know how to how to I don't know if you want to talk about this. I don't know what to say to you. I love you so much. I want to be here for you. I, I want you to know I'm thinking of you, but I'm scared to bring it up because I don't want to upset you more. You know, so you give them the opportunity to choose. Do they want to talk about it? Do they not want to talk about it? Some people might just say, thank you very much. It's kind. I'm, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Other people might go into it and be like, I'm so glad you said that because nobody else is giving me the opportunity to talk about it, you know. So you can be very honest and just say to them, I don't know what to say, but I want you to know I love you. I'm here for you. If you're not comfortable, because some people, they, they, 
they find it hard to be with other people's sadness or other people's anger or whatever the range of emotions that they're dealing with. So if you find that it's hard to be with somebody without trying to fix how they're feeling because grievers aren't broken, right? Grief is not something you can fix. It's something to be with. So if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can send a card, you can send a note, flowers, a gift, dinner, you know, a meal, whatever yeah. it is as a way to support that person where you're not um, necessarily trying to change how they feel, but just to let them know that you care. Oh, that's remarkable. At least we now know the things we can do when we have a grieving friend or a grieving relative. It's really important to do these little things. You know, sometimes people uh, make the mistake of maybe telling the person not to grieve, that they are very strong. And sometimes it's, it's not really very suiting to the ear when you tell someone grieving not to. You have to give them the ability to express themselves. I mean, they lost someone, okay? You have to be there for them, show them love the best way you can. Okay, so um, when it comes to grieving, I know some people uh, make it look like they move on faster than others. I know people who lost people and they, they kind of went into... I like to call it hibernation or isolation for a very long time, grieving. And there are some people, just a few months, and maybe they are not um, completely fine, but they can at least get going. Okay, so how long do people grieve? I know it's it varies, of course, but how long is too much? Like, how long could someone grieve and it would now um, eventually require maybe visiting a psychiatrist or maybe it's really blown out of proportion? Mm -hmm. So again, it definitely depends and grief never ends, right? Uh, it's going to change okay. over time. And there's all these different things that we say about grief, you know, just give it time. That doesn't actually work. It will change over time. The severity of the grief changes over time. But um, okay. do you actually heal over time? Not necessarily. Not without doing something more proactive, right? It's Your broken arm isn't necessarily going to heal properly if you don't go to the doctor, right? So your broken heart yeah. won't heal properly if you don't if you don't do the right exercises for that um, but in terms of length you know if after so it really depends if a person um, is really severely in grief if they're if it enters into a depression where they really can't get out of bed they they, they start thinking about you know uh, what they could have done differently and and how they're to blame or somehow they're responsible if they're consumed by their grief if they can't work at all if they really can't focus if they can't move on or be with people then it, it you know i would say um depending on what they've been through, even a few months, you know, if they're really consumed, even after a few months, it may be time to talk to somebody. But certainly within a year, uh, two years, if it's really something that they're struggling with still, then definitely time to seek, uh, you know, a mental health professional, because that's something that could get into complicated grief. And that um, that is really hard to resolve by yourself. Grief in general, you know, I believe grief in general requires um, support it requires a lot more support than most people are used to getting so I always yeah. encourage people to work with somebody to talk to people to that they feel comfortable with you know to, to really reach out and get the kind of support that they need while they're grieving okay. um, but if you're experiencing complicated grief where it's all-consuming then definitely start to, to look for a mental health professional you know a therapist um, that specializes yeah. in grief a grief counselor something like that that would um, be able to support you more fully Okay, all right. So, um, grieving people need support. I hope you got that. Now, there is something that 
a lot um, obtainable around um, where I, I come from, okay? And um, that's the fact that a lot of people sympathize with people who grieve or empathize with people who grieve up to the point of burial. The moment someone is laid to the ground, people hardly call anymore. You know, so I, I kind of found out that sometimes people call or reach out to grieving people for some people do it for formality's sake. Oh, let me just call her. Oh, I happened, she lost the mom. All right, let me just give her a call. So it won't be like I didn't call her when her mom died. And then you find out that you call the person and that's just it. The moment you say, hello, I heard about what happened. So sorry about that. Then you never call back. You never check up on them. You never, you know, you're never there to support them. You never give them a shoulder to lean on. Okay, so with this, if you're listening to this, please, you have to know that you have to, you have to do more you have to do more than just give a call once and stop people who are grieving grieve for a longer time than you imagine so putting someone to earth that's burying someone doesn't mean the grieving period has ended right there at the burial ground or the cemetery in fact i think that is actually where the grief itself starts the moment the person is laid to earth because that's when it fully downs on the grieving people that this person is really gone. So that is when you need to intensify your call and support and love. So please, if you're part of the people who call once and run away or people who call up to the point of burial, please extend your love and support period because as Nesrin just pointed out, grief takes time. There's nothing like time heal. Um, what, what, give it time okay she said it doesn't work so it takes time it takes years months for the person's grieving stages to move from maybe um worse to a little bit better so please let's intensify the way we support grieving people so now nezrin um what do you say what do you have to say to people who are currently grieving what do you have to say to them i first would say my heart is with you and i um you know, I want to give them hope, you know, like your grief will, will definitely change over time. Like I said, it, it may not heal just from, from time, but it will change over time. And, um, and it's so important, even because, especially because of COVID right now and, and isolation and quarantining, if you've gone through a loss of any kind, you know, get help, get support, make sure that you're loved, you know, and, and feeling that you're part of a community. Grief is such an isolating experience on its own. In addition to the quarantine, it's so easy just to stay, um, stay in your own little bubble. And I really want people to know, especially if they're grieving right now, that they're not alone, that there's so many people who've gone through this, who've been able to go through their grief to be able to move forward and that they can too. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And in addition to what Nezrin just said, please, if you're out there and you're grieving through the loss of a loved one, through the loss of, um, yeah, through the loss of loved ones, maybe a colleague or a friend, um, just know that we are here for you. And if at any point you want someone to talk to or you need a coach, Nezrin is there for you. Nezrin is a grief expert and um, a coach. So you can reach out to her through her facebook um handle or through her email or her website so i'm going to be sharing at the end of this podcast okay so you can reach out to a professional you have to talk to someone okay so always reach out to someone an expert who can help you through this process and i believe you're going to be getting out stronger and better than you are currently so thank you so much nezrin once again 
for being our first guest in the Queen Status Podcast. And of course, this is the beginning of um, more greater content to come your way on this platform. And should you want to reach out to Nezrin, you can go through her email address, Nezrin at HerbalizeCoaching.com or you can go through her website, HerbalizeCoaching.com. Thank you so much once again for joining us on today's episode on the Queen Status Podcast. Feel free to give us a feedback. We'd love to know how today's episode made you feel. Share with your network, your friends and loved ones if you want them to know what we talked about today. So keep being awesome, keep being remarkable, keep crushing goals and don't forget to take care of your mental health whenever necessary. Till we meet again, I'm still your host, Emanuela. Have a beautiful new week.